Let's turn it into a weekend of love with some great tips on enhancing your marriage with Robert Kosick on The Sam Malone Show on AM 1070 and FM 1033. The answer. All right, America, it's time to inhale, exhale, take a nice deep breath in, and let that big breath out. Bring the heart rate down and kind of stop thinking about traffic or work or, yeah, I mean, it's hard not to think about the Astros tonight, but just give it a second. And let's just focus on marriage, right? The wonderful, the wonderful world of marriage. Now, remember, what Hollywood has extreme hatred towards God ordains. Man and woman coming together before God and community and family. <clears throat> Whether you had a, a, a big, you know, extravagant wedding. And we've been to some big extravagant weddings. Uh, Denise and I got married by a judge. That's all we had. <laughs> I lost my job right before the wedding. And uh, a friend who was a judge, they actually knew my dad. They served together. Uh, he performed our wedding. So whether you're married in a Justice of the Peace, you know, at a bar, whether you're married at the fanciest of hotels, it doesn't matter. It's the fact that you all come together. And you, and you embrace the glory and the sanctity and the holiness of marriage. And you, and you surround yourself with people who do it as well. Hollywood can't stand what you have if you have a good, strong marriage. There's not a primetime show or movie or something that will come out uh, that embraces it. Every man in primetime, every man is, is a bumbling fool, and every woman is conniving. And no one prays before they eat, and no one has strong faith in their heart. That's what we do. We take one segment. That's it. One segment of one show per week, and do our world-famous marriage talk segment. Content's on our Facebook page, Sam Malone Show, and it's penned by this man, an author of four books. He's a marriage coach and a church deacon, all-around great guy, a longtime friend, Robert Kosick, honorthevow.com. Honorthevow.com is where his book is. Mr. Kosick, happy Friday. Happy Friday to you, Sam. You know, this week I was thinking about the, the tagline that you always say that Hollywood hates marriage, and I was just thinking back about why I think they hate marriage, and just in general, life, uh, you know, people are can do one of two things when, when they're feeling kind of miserable about themselves. They can either pull themselves up or they can whack everybody around them off of the kneecaps so they feel a little bit taller. And I think that's what Hollywood does. They, they've decided that they can't have a great marriage, so we got to make everybody else just as miserable. And if everyone's miserable, then maybe I'm not as bad as the next guy. And I think that's what they do at marriage because it, it's trash so bad over there, and they try to make it something that it's not and nothing that it ever was. And they think, well, if we can trash everybody else, then maybe we're not so bad. And it'd be nice if they could yeah. just get into a nice marriage and see just how wonderful it is when you do it right. It, it's an amazing yeah. thing. They celebrate and monetize adultery yeah. uh, in Hollywood. You know, it really and, and whatever. I mean, we could do this all day. They know. They they know. They listen. They they all will point. Well, it's not me, and they'll point to another person in Hollywood. And I'm like, no, it is you. Be strong yeah. and take yeah. a stand. And the Bible is really clear about that, too. It talks about people, you know, first off, going against God. That's where it starts. And then secondly, um, they give over their minds to depraved things. And then it says even that what they do next is they praise those that do the wrong things, just to kind of get that whole puzzle all together. But it starts with turn your back on God who ordained marriage to begin with, and now let's go ahead and do some lousy things. And now that we're doing lousy things, let's make sure everyone's doing them so we all feel bad together. <laughs> I think the Bible, does the Bible say lousy things? Is that, is that, which, which, the Bible says lousy things? No. No, you, yeah. you, you get it. We, we make it yeah. very street for y'all. 
Uh, here we go, Mr. Kosick. And props to you, Bona Fortuna. Um, marriage tip number 274. Get real. Spouses, I'll read and he'll comment. Spouses need to quit pretending to be someone they are not just to meet their spouse's expectations of who they should be or want them to be. If you're introverted, they'll never be extroverted. If they're more comfortable in casual clothes and restaurants, they're not suddenly going to start desiring fancy restaurants and formal attire. However, it's okay to ask them to occasionally accommodate your interests. Just don't withhold your love or resent them if they don't permanently change because they probably can't even if they have tried. And I talked about Denise slowly mm-hmm. upgrading my wardrobe from sweatpants to sweatshirts. Take it away, Mr. <laughs> right. So in that particular case, there's a big difference between just being handicapped clothing-wise, and <laughs> you just don't know, to, to just not being comfortable in that, which is what we're kind of talking about today. So if we did a poll real quick, people uh, would probably say, you know, if you ask them who's introverted, who's extroverted between you and me and whatnot, I'm sure they both come back and say, well, you guys are probably both extroverted. But I'll tell you, I am a true blue to the core introvert which means that by the time I get done with all the events that I do during the week, when I get home, I want to see nobody. I want to do nothing. I want to just crawl into my little cave and be by myself and get re-energized by myself. Now, I do all these other things, which is why it's okay to occasionally ask your spouse to pretend to be an extrovert, come to the party with me, get to know people, because you're an extrovert and you both need to meet those needs. But what happens is a lot of couples then get kind of bitter towards each other, like, well, you never want to go out. You never want to do anything. And, and so neither one of them get what they want to do. So there's a little give and take here. There's a lot of flexibility. But you got to understand that who they are at their core is who they are at their core. And we can pretend to be someone we're not for a while, which is good to do that sometimes, but it's not something we're going to be able to do forever. And if my wife wanted to go out to parties every single night, which we would do if we, if we could because she's an extrovert, I would just be brain dead and burned out by the end of the week, which would destroy our marriage. So it's a little give and take on this one. Boo, you should do it. Try it. <laughs> <laughs> but but it's true. And there are women, I think women, and I may be wrong, try to change their man more than men try to change their wives. Right? Absolutely. I think there's a woman who's like, well, if I can just get him to you know, stop riding motorcycles and stop getting tattoos, I think, versus if he likes motorcycles and likes tattoos, so be it. I, I think yeah, that's me. Yeah, or, or even worse, what you hear a lot of times is, oh, when we get married, he'll grow up. <laughs> or when we have a baby, he'll get more responsible. And I always tell them, if that's what you're thinking, get a puppy first because they're easier to take care of than yep. a baby. But, but you're not going to radically change. And now people grow up. People change and people mature and they do things. You and I talk about this all the time. I'm a completely different person than I was when my wife and I first got married. I don't do anything that I used to do before we got married. I used to go out every night. I used to get in trouble every night. I used to get in fights every night. I mean, all kinds of stuff immature that you do back then. I don't do any of that stuff anymore. And just because I don't have a desire to do anymore, because I want to uh, be something different for her. So I'm changing right. to gain her deeper love, not not conditional love, but I want to do things for her because I know what her desires are. And in this and, particular case, then you do it because you want to, not because you have to. And if you do the old, well, my husband will stop hanging out, or my, my fiancé will stop hanging out on Tuesday nights with his buddies for bowling or cards or softball, that, that'll end when we get married. That is the absolute, that is the, the fuse with the match to divorce. Yeah, oh, uh, absolutely. Let me do the next one. 
Yeah, because we did tips, I don't know how many hundreds ago, we did tips on you need to have your own your own time together. There's, there's benefits to having a women's night out and a men's night out. As long as you, with the caveat, we always say this, with the caveat, it's not a trash your spouse night. It's a hang out with your buddies and have a good time night, but then glorify your spouse while you're out. Talk them up and be nice about that stuff. Don't don't turn it into a trash session. It's not beneficial. If you do it the right way, it really helps you out a lot. You should have that time alone, uh, but but you shouldn't abuse it either. You gotta be careful with that. Hey, uh, don't come home at three o'clock in the morning missing one shoe in your shirt. Our world famous marriage talk segment, bottom of the hour, eight o'clock, bottom of the hour, nine o'clock on the East Coast. Mr. Kosick uh, also writes the hot and heavy marriage tip, marriage tip two seventy four. Passionately, when it comes to intimacy in marriage, both spouses should practice listening passionately to their spouse's passions. To assume what they want hasn't changed over the years may result in a false sense of security that everything you're doing is everything they want you to do. Being passionate about their passions requires listening to subtle hints that he or she wants more or different. If your spouse isn't picking up on your subtle hints, try being passionately blunt about it. Mr. Kosick in our World Famous Marriage Talk segment. Comment on that. Yeah. As, as we said, people change, people grow, and then people do things differently, and, and desires change, all that stuff. So what I mean by listen passionately, if your wife comes to you and says, I think I'm going to go to bed a little bit early tonight, you might want to be paying attention to that because she might either be saying, I'm really tired, I want to go to bed early tonight, so that's all off for tonight, don't even think about it. Or she might be saying, <laughs> we're putting the kids to bed early tonight, and I'm going to bed early tonight, maybe you ought to as well. <laughs> come to bed early tonight because the worst thing you can ever do is say, hey, I'm going to bed early with the intention that they will follow you in there and then say, okay, great. I'm going to go shoot some pool. I'm going to go watch another round of golf you know, or something like that. Okay, yeah. And you, completely... you go. Okay. I'll turn the TV okay. down. Good night. <laughs> yeah, I just, I just want to catch the uh, next golf round, you know, whatever, whatever. And you just totally missed the signal. That's why you got to be really listening and paying attention because there's a lot of times when, when spouses are trying to give you hints, which is one of the worst things you can do, but, but we all do it. You give hints and hope that your spouse picks up on it. We think they should just know. Well, guys definitely don't just know. Women definitely don't just know. So that's why sometimes you got to be a little bit more passionate about how blunt you are. And that's when you say, okay, I'm going to bed at 9 o'clock tonight, and I expect you to be in bed at 9.15 tonight, and I expect you to be wearing these things, and I expect this to happen. Uh, and then go to bed and see what happens. Uh, so sometimes you got to be blunt about it. But dropping those little hints, if you're paying attention to it, it makes it kind of fun. And I can't tell you how many couples I've talked to, they said, when, I, when I'll, I'll listen to what they're saying objectively, and I'll say, well, this is what she wanted. And the husband's like, no way. I missed out on an opportunity, and I didn't even know it. <laughs> and you didn't hear what? guys say that, too. You didn't hear guys say, no way. No way, really? Oh, awesome. <sighs> Session over. We're going home. <laughs> <laughs> so, but you got to pay attention. Just pay attention to those little subtleties, and you'll pick up on some, some fun stuff. Love it. Our world-famous marriage talk segment, Fridays at 830 Central. Um, and and you got two happily married guys here laughing and giggling about it versus the guy at work or the gal at work who's always bitching and moaning. Dude, get that cave all squared away at home in your marriage. Nothing better than going home. Don't Absolutely. be that man or woman who's like dreads going home because your spouse is there. Um, all this content, by the way, on our Facebook page, Sam Malone Show. It's amazing you've written 274 tips. I'm looking at this number here. It just keeps coming along, and then just a lot of stuff. Marriages, 
people make it way more complicated than it needs to be. So when you have fun about it, there's all these little nuances that you can talk about marriage. And it all comes down to the same thing. It's one tip. Love your spouse for who they are and honor your spouse and glorify your spouse and all those other fun things that come from that just fall together naturally. Quit making it so complicated. Just love each other and be happy being around each other, and life will be great after that. Love it. And don't forget to shower each other. If You know, if you're oh, they say shower with love, shower with love, I'm like, no, no, shower with each other. Because nobody <laughs> yeah. argues. Nobody argues when you're naked and soapy. Yeah, right. All right. That was, that was, uh, what, there was twenty tips. The twenty tips you read off last week, and I said I can't believe they didn't have a shower together. And we were like, oh, that's our that's our tip. So, that's the best. Yeah. All right, America. We it's a uh, our world famous marriage talk segment coming to a close from marriage tip number two seventy four. Visit our website. Uh, I mean the uh, Facebook page, Sam Malone Show. It's all posted right there. Mr. Robert Kosick wrote the book Honor the Vow. Honorthevow dot com. That's where you find it. Mr. C, you have an outstanding weekend. Thank you for uh, for coming on hanging with us. You and Kathy have a wonderful romantic World Series weekend. Absolutely. You too. And let's go Strohs. Hopefully to pull it off tonight. I'm with you on that one. Got it. Got it. Frankie Valley to the break. Back in a second. AM 1070 The Answer. <laughs>